Lions, Bengals, and Bears, none of my guys scared. Chase rumbling, any one of them guys there. Wayne Young and he hungry, I pray we patient with him. I pray he leave with some money, I pray he leave with his health. Yeah, uh, the physical and mental. The thing I like about football is that stats kill opinions. This rap shit, I lick the niggas, I ain't about to knock it. This whole summer I was buying all the winter product. And I tried being peaceful, but my peace was getting bothered. So no doubt we got them Eagles, we go Carson Wentz, Stefani. Okay, 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 okay. What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome to episode 174 of Electrified. I'm your host, Eric Lyons. Um, first episode of the month. Happy Friday. Um, new month, new blessings, new opportunities. I hope everybody's doing good. Um, how's, I hope everybody's doing all right, man. I, I genuinely do. Um, we got some good things to talk about. We're not necessarily good things but you know good topics um it's it's sad out here man no baseball right now that's that's a problem that's a problem so we got to we got to talk about the lockout got to talk about some stuff going on in the WNBA um listen i know football season is over it is off season the combine is going on but there is still things to discuss NFL wise uh, the NBA playoff race is heating up, and boxing is on the way. I'm talking about the big fights. So there have been some good free fights. Um, I've been working a lot. I work a lot of Saturday nights, so I haven't been able to watch them. But I like Sundays. I watch them back. There have been some great fights, um, but the big fights are on the way. Signed, sealed, and delivered. So we'll get to talking about that. But let's start off with the MLB lockout. So, NFL fans maybe may remember, may or may not remember, uh, the last time we saw a, like, and NBA fans, we've seen the lockouts before, um, you know, at our age, back in 2011 with the NFL, but they didn't miss any games. They missed five months, they missed the offseason, but no games were canceled, the season still started on time. That's the difference between the NFL and the MLB in a sense of how they handled their business and how the NFL PA was able to negotiate with the NFL, Roger Goodell, and the owners. Right now, the MLB, uh, PB, the, the MLB PA and the owners and Rob Manfred, the, owner, the commissioner of the MLB, are not on the same page. And I mean, they are far from being on the same page. They're not on the same book. They're not even in the same library honestly truly i don't know when we're gonna get baseball back i don't i don't know if we're gonna play a season that's how bad this looks that's how bad this looks you have to think this lockout has been going on since december it's march we're supposed to be getting ready for spring training like this is where we are right now we're at the point where it looks like there's not going to be any baseball anytime soon and I think when we look at the lockout, people forget it's not just about the players or the owners or the or the teams. The, the big dominoes fall, and, and they hit all the dominoes. All the dominoes fall together. You know, it's a, it's a domino effect, top to bottom. You know, lockouts, the lockout affects players and their families. But then you got to think about the stadium workers and their families. 
surrounding businesses, transportation, transportation services, and more. There's no baseball. Your local bar, your local restaurants around surrounding the stadiums, your local pubs. Like, I live a couple blocks away from Camden Yards. And I know about the restaurants surrounding Camden Yards, the bars, everything like that. Uh, there's a pub right down the street from me that's, you know, is, was hiring seasonal based on the baseball season. And uh, the Orioles, you know, they may not be that good, but they bring a lot of money to the city of Baltimore. People love the Orioles here. I can only think that that's magnified in towns and baseball cities where the teams are actually playing, you know, playoff baseball every year. More money is spent on tickets. More money is spent on uh, transportation, you know, stuff like that. But then you got to think about the people who work inside the stadium, concessions, the grounds crew, stuff like, you know, things like that. They're not working either. I, I think fans forget that. They're not working either. So they're part of this lockout as well because without baseball, they can't work. There's no job for them there. Now, granted, this may not be their only job, but this is a job that they have. You understand what I'm saying? So um, this comes from Front Office Sports. They're great. Uh, that's a great follow on Twitter. If you don't follow Front Office Sports, you should definitely follow them on Twitter. Great follow. Um, he says that, MLB players are launching a $1 million fund for workers affected by the lockout. The MLB and the AFL-CIO will administer financial aid to concession crews, groundskeepers, ushers, security, and other essential workers hit hardest by canceled games. Like, this is their pandemic. Another pandemic that they're faced with. You know what I mean? You think about the shortened season and... You know, having no fans there and then bringing fans back. And now we have a lockout, like a full-scale lockout. That's very unfortunate, man. It is. And it's unfortunate to be a fan of baseball and watch this all go down. But as a fan, I will never be on the side of the employer. I am always on the side of the employee. So for anybody siding with uh, the owners or Manfred or the Shield, you have to stop because you cannot blame these players for doing what they're doing. So if you don't fully understand the lockout or what has caused the lockout or what, you know, what has led us to this point, let me break it down for you. So the CBA, the collective bargaining agreement that was signed in 2017 expired December 2nd. That was months ago. That was December 2nd of 2021. It is now March 4th, 2022. That was months ago. Understand what I'm saying? It expired. So immediately upon expiring, so before expiring, they tried to get a deal done to keep that from happening. Um, what happens when the government shut? All right, like you know how we avoid government shutdowns, like um, whatever, like at midnight or something like that. A, a a bill will get signed that will further extend whatever the hell was going on, and we don't have a government shutdown. It's sort of kind of like that, and. So during a lockout, uh, players can't go to team facilities. All baseball activities are halted and any business negotiations must cease. So like if you are negotiating a contract or about, you know, just sign something like everything is frozen. You can't get the money. You can't continue negotiating your contract. There's no free agency period right now. 
It's all, all messed up, bro. It's all messed up. There's nothing that can be done on or off the field. That's that's where we are right now. We're completely frozen in time. And it doesn't look like we're going to be thawing out anytime soon. You understand what I'm saying? So, when it comes down to it, we have to look at what's being fought for on on both sides. You know, because the lockout is not just about what the players want. It's also about what the owners want. And what the owners want is really why, you know, what they want is not far-fetched from what the players are asking for. They're kind of, some things they're like agreeing with, but when when we start talking about the money that's getting made, that's where the problem really arises. Hear what I'm saying? So owners want to expand uh, the playoffs. And outside looking in as a fan, I'm like, okay, that's cool. Let's do that. But with a more expanded playoffs, with expanded playoffs comes more national TV games. More national TV games comes more television revenue. Who sees the te- television revenue? Not the players. <laughs> Not the players. They barely see that. So this would make them more money through TV revenue. And, um, you know, the owners will make more money. Teams with bigger markets will make more monies. Not the league. Not the players. We see, we're going to see this happen in the NFL. The more TV deals they make, uh, and, you know, when the cap's supposed to go up, when the next NFL CBA is up, because we could be seeing an NFL lockout happen when the next CBA is up. But we'll see. But staying here. The plan was to continue the CBA, meaning the current, uh, well, the former that was expired, that expired in 2021, was basically to continue that, extend that, and allow the rich to get richer. But the players weren't having that. They weren't. And it's crazy to me to think always when we talk about money, when we talk about sports, period, how I work a 9 to 5. I'm a fan of the game. I work nine to five. If there was an opportunity for me to get more money at my job, I would definitely jump on that. Not a promotion, but just more money for what I currently do. Prime example. I, I can break this down. I can break. I can make this real life if y'all want to make it real life. I got to my new the job that I work now. I got there in September. All right. Since I've been there, I've seen eight people leave. Two about to leave. Three, oh yeah. Basically, eight people have gone, have come and gone since I've been there. I'm one of the hardest workers at my job, and I don't work a hard job. I'm a host. I'm a restaurant host. But it's not just how how you're doing. Welcome to it. no. It's it's more than that. It's a mentally tasking job. It's very exhausting, honestly. I think I deserve a raise, right? I think I deserve a raise. I think since I've, I'm the only one who's who's stuck it out, and uh, you know, I, I'm about to have to carry a new whole new staff. Basically, I think I should be getting a raise. So, if you're like me, you probably feel like you deserve a raise. You probably feel like you're underpaid for what you do at your job, right? For the stuff you go through at your job, you probably think you're a little underpaid. 
So let's say you go to negotiate with your boss and you try to get a pay raise. Say you want a dollar more. They tell you, no, best I can do is 10 cents. Wouldn't that feel like a slap in the face for everything you've done for the organization that you work for? Wouldn't that feel like a slap in the face because they basically told you you're worth 10 cents more than what you are? The, the, the price tag on your worth is 10 cents. So you, could only, so you can relate to how the MLB players are feeling when they go to these meetings that some of them last 10 minutes, some of them last 5 minutes, some of them last an hour. That's that's the amount of respect they they're being shown, by the way. So you can you can relate to how they feel when they bring in their numbers, and the owners and the league tell them no, smaller. Like that's what it comes down to. So I don't I don't look at it like um, how a lot of people is, uh, people look at it like rich athletes going up against. No, I don't I don't look at it that way. Because I can relate to this. I can relate to this. So we talked about the owners want. Let's talk about the players want. Because that's that's more important. The players want provisions in place uh, to protect pr- prospects from being held back in the minors for the purpose of taking advantage of their contract status to sign them to less money. That's another thing. I won't go too deep into uh, minor league baseball, but they they get treated very poorly. Like, these guys are working second jobs while trying to chase their dream, like all of us. But you would think as an athlete, you would not have to do that when you're in the MLB system. That's nasty. Like, last year, they just started paying for housing for them. Like, it's that bad, bro. It's that bad in the minor, bad in the minor leagues. And, and they get taken advantage of, just like the MLB players know. So the MLB players are not only fighting for themselves and, and current MLB stars. They're fighting for future MLB stars. And you cannot be upset with that. You have to respect that. The union also wants to ensure protections are in place to get uh, standout young stars paid um, paid um, faster, right? They want the young talent to get pay- paid faster rather than being forced to wait for their pay- payday. So a prime example of this. So Vladimir Guerrero, Jr., Vladdy Guerrero Jr., uh, Toronto Blue Jays. He signed to deal back in 2015, right? And that's when he came to the came to the pros. Last year, Vladdy made. He was the He was the AL. He was an AL uh, American League MVP candidate. Keep that in mind. He made six hundred five thousand dollars. Six hundred five thousand dollars. League minimum is $570,000. He's barely made over league minimum. I mean, and he's cranking dingers. Hits off the wall. Like, he had a hell of a year last year. Young young guys getting to the MLB, they don't make much, man. It's not like when you splash into the NFL and you make millions on your first contract. They may not be... Big millions compared to the top guys in the sport. But you're coming out the gate. You're eating out the gate. You can feed your family out the gate. You can make smart investments out the gate. You're getting deals. But you're also making money off your contract. So 
And it's a short-term deal. It's, you're not getting signed to a six, seven-year deal, and you can't, like, in MLB, you can't do what the arbit, uh, arbit, uh, fudge, arbitration. Arbit, yeah, you all know what I'm trying to say. You can't negotiate your deal until, like, the fifth or sixth. It's crazy. You can't negotiate your deal until they basically tell you, oh, now you can negotiate your deal. It's crazy, bro. It's crazy how the young players get treated. And then, you know, they signed them to these big 10-year, $300 million deals. So those are nasty deals, man. You can't go anywhere after that. Who Like, you can't. It's not like the MLB, I mean, NFL, the NBA, when you could sign a short-term big deal and, and potentially get out of there if you don't like your situation. It's sad, man. It's sad. And that's why I say the MLB is deeper than millionaires versus billionaires because, one, everybody in there is not a millionaire. And I know these guys play a children's game and get paid for it. But that's the world we live in. Professional sports. That's the pay scale they have. Yes, I know. My girlfriend is a teacher. I know teachers deserve these type of contracts. You don't got to tell me. I know doctors deserve. I know that. I know that. You don't have to tell me. I get that. But... This is the world we live in. These are the business. These are separate entities. These are these are what these guys are getting paid in these professional sports. Hell, we can even talk about how how little the like how hard the women have to fight for the money in their respective sports. It's all circumstantial, man. It is. So that's why I don't look at it as millionaires versus billionaires. I'm, I'm telling you, I look at it as employees versus employer. Simple as that. Simple as that. So it, it it's wild to see fans flip the script on the players like they're wrong for fighting for their rights. I, and 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 you already know what type of fans these people are, man. They're trash, man. You you can never ride with the with the goddamn association, bro. You cannot ride with the organizations. These owners don't care. These owners don't care. The owners are the ones that are selfish. The owners are the ones. Let's talk about all meet in the middle. Meet in the, no, bro. They, these guys want what they want. They want what they're worth. Understand what I'm saying? They deserve that. They deserve the right to, to fight for that. Period. And the real villain is Rob Manfred, who laughed at the presser where he, where he announced that he would be canceling the first two series of the season. Worst commissioner out right now, by far. By far. You guys give uh, Roger Goodell a bunch of crap, man. Man Clown is awful. Bro, he called the World Series trophy a piece of metal. Get him out of there. You saw guys like Marcus Stroman, Mike Trout, um, you know, tweeting and posting on Instagram in, in disagreements with that guy. He's the worst, bro. He's the worst. He's the absolute worst. And it kills me because the, the Jays were going to be in town on the 31st, that first weekend of April. The Blue Jays were going to be in town for the O's opening series at home. I was going to be there. Now, I won't. And to be quite frank with you, bro, if it takes all season to get this right, then so be it. So be it. Because that also hurts the owner's pockets. They won't be making any money. So be it, man. So be it. But moral of the story is, free the guys, man. Get the guys out them chains. Put 
let my guys get back on the diamond. Period, man. Freedom boys. We need to see them boys. Understand what I'm saying? The time gonna run out before the money do, right? You know what I mean? I need I need to see some baseball this season because you know, football's over. We got March Madness coming. Uh the NBA playoffs are playoffs are coming. The NHL playoffs are coming. We're just missing baseball, man. Sports are back. Looks like we beat COVID. I mean, come on. We gotta we gotta get the MLB back rolling, man. We got to. We got to. Freedom boys. Freedom. I wanna see some Blue Jays baseball, man. And I'm gonna like I'll probably be at Camden Yards a lot this season too. I might just go catch a game just to go catch a game. Was they're fun. I love going to baseball games. They're fun. Have a good time. Now, here's another story uh, that further emphasizes collective bargaining agreements. Now, a couple, I don't know, was it last year? Oh, yeah, wait. Hold on. It's March. It is March. I forgot to, I forgot to, uh, during the opening, to wish everybody a, a happy Women's History Month. I forgot to tell you guys, you women, you ladies, that happy Women's History Month. Fitting that we're talking about the WNBA, but I feel like last March I did a, a Women's History Day, a Women's History Special, right? And I talked about the collective bargaining agreement, how the WNBA players had to fight for. Um, better um maternity leave how they fought for better travel how they fought for higher pay with the salary cap the tv revenue um we talked about um living living uh hotels and not living like they're in a college dorm like we talked about this before and now it is a topic of conversation once again and it's you know it's it's interesting while the w while the mlb is on a lockout we still have to talk about the wrongdoings in the WNBA and how they treat their players. So, WNBA travel has been a problem for years. All right? For years. Travel problems have been so bad. They have had, they have led to game cancellations and forfeits. Imagine you have to forfeit a game. Because your flight gets canceled, or your flight gets delayed, or your flight's grounded, or you can't get a seat on the floor. Like, bro, a professional basketball team should not have to move like a high school team. You might as well put these women on yellow buses. Like, that's how it is. Like, you treat them like they're in high school. Like, travel is the least of your worries. Like, you guys know... The schools, man, like, guys, the teams show up in yellow buses, but then there are schools who show up in a custom coach bus. Those schools got a little more money. A little more money. You know, my short stint as a baseball player in high school, I, it didn't last long. I Let me tell y'all why, all right? I went out for the team my junior year. It was too late. I was past, I wasn't past my prime. I was, I was good shape. Just my baseball skills weren't the same as they were when I last played. Had I went out my freshman year, I probably had a good, long, illustrious career. I probably wouldn't went to college to play, honestly, truly. But my short stint as a Dundalk Isle, you know, we, we, we rode on the cheese bus. We have a motor coach. 
You know what I'm saying? Travel was the least of the coaches in school's words. We got new uniforms. We got a new batting cage, right? But you got to get on the cheese bus. That's how they treat the WNBA players. Like the high school students. Like, oh, y'all want some new uniforms? Y'all want a little more national TV exposure? All right, well, get on these commercial flights. So, the New York Liberty owners, who have been loud about the traveling conditions for a long time, have decided, they decided to charter flights to away games in the back half of the last season. They said, look, we going to put my players, we putting our players on these nice planes by themselves. What? Don't got to worry about anybody, you know, next to them. We're going to travel like a pro basketball team to these away games, and that's just how it's going to be. The New York Liberty were fined $500,000. They were threatened that they would lose draft picks. Hell, they even threatened a full disbursement of the franchise. And the New York Liberty are one of the founding franchises in the WNBA, but the WNBA said, hey, y'all want to catch these flights? Y'all want to be booked and busy? Y'all don't want to listen to us? We'll take y'all all out. That's insane to me. The WNBA basically said to them, flying like a professional sports team instead of flying like a family going to Disney World wasn't fair to other teams whose owners don't care enough to break that rule. They said, oh, no. Oh, no. Y'all not flying like Kevin's family on Home Alone. Y'all not all together on one flight. Y'all not like snakes on a plane. Everybody on the same plane with the regular people. Not first class. No, 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 no. Commercial. Commercial. Get under the plane. Hell, get under the plane. That's how they want the WBA players to travel. That's crazy to me. Because they, they tried to say it's a, they basically they tried to say it's a competitive advantage. So you admit that traveling is so bad that if one team travels better than the other team, they have an advantage over them. So what you're saying is travel as a whole is cooked in the WNBA. So you won't admit to that. You would rather punish a team for trying to do the right thing. Granted, it is in the CBA that you can't do that. Why did they let that slide? I have no clue. That should not, they should, they should still be negotiating that CBA because that should not be, bro. They should not be. If these owners want to charter these girls, these, these women around, why not? Why not? How was that not a point where they got hung up on? I don't know. I guess it was just so much that they wanted. They couldn't get everything. But I think that's one of the essential things, bro. Like they talked about traveling. You know, those it's seven footers over there. They need leg room. They need leg room. And it's just, bro, they're not they're not traveling. They're not going on vacation. They're going to work. They're going to work. They're going to work. Imagine not being imagine. Not being comfortable on your way to work. Imagine that. 
I'm not knocking public transportation. I don't drive yet. I've I've had to go to public. I have to use. I have had to use public transportation to go to work. Hated it. Hated it. Luckily, my last couple jobs, I was able to ride my bike. And now, I walk to work. Or I take a scooter. That's how close I am to my job. But sometimes I had to take the bus. I don't like the bus. The bus is nasty. It's germy. It's not comfortable. It's like... The commercial plane of the ground. Like, it's just not okay. And I'm just, I was just going to Amazon. Like, I wasn't, like, I wasn't going to play basketball. No. These women play professional basketball. And they're being treated like second-class citizens. That's that's not all right, man. That's not all right. Hell. I was the owners of the New York Liberty. I would send the five hundred dollars in advance for this season because we're going to we're going to do the same thing this year. Have the draft picks, y'all can't remove us. We're going to keep breaking the rule because y'all not going to make us travel like trash. No, 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 no. We're going to travel like the queens we are. Period. How was wrong with y'all, man? I don't get that, bro. I don't get that. Like, like I said, like y'all admit that the traveling is trash, and rather than admit that you guys are wrong for how you treat the players and the way they travel around, you want to punish one team for trying to do the right thing. That's that's BS. Can't can't respect that, man. I I can't can't respect that, man. Not at all. Not at all, man. Not at all. Um. I'm trying to think. Anything else? Who the hell are the Kalamazoo Growlers and why do they ban Rob Manfred for life? Bro can't bro can't go to their games. That's crazy. That's crazy. Anyway, that was I'm sorry, I was just checking the uh checking the Instagram feed. Um, I think that's all I have for the WNBA stuff, man. You know, it, it, it's, you know, what else is new, right? What else is new? What else is new? Now, from the WNBA to the NBA. Um, I didn't talk to you guys last week. Do you guys want me to talk about the All-Star game? I mean, All-Star weekend? And then we can get to the playoff race. I mean, we got time. Yeah. Nah, no, 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 no. I mean, because I mean, I, I do still have that stuff here. If y'all want to be too, we might come to it later. But let's talk about the NBA playoff race, man. It's 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 getting to that time of year where I care about basketball, and uh, you know, football season's been over now for a month, and we're here now. We're here. It, it is time to play some basketball. This is where things get close. This is where things get interesting. We gotta start really hooping. And I'm excited, man. You guys know I'm a Heat fan, and I'm being very unbiased right now. I, I swear, I'm not. I've just this is just me being honest with my basketball eyes and what I've seen. And last night, I saw the Miami Heat without Jimmy Butler, without Kyle Lowry, and without PJ Tucker beat the Nets. KD played, 
I mean, they beat the Nets. It's not the first time we've beaten the Nets this season, but the Heat, they lost. Now, they did lose to the Bucks by one the night before, but that was, I don't want to talk about that. All I'm trying to say is, man, I think that the Heat are the best team in the East. They're the number one seed. Now, standings never matter. All right. But when was the last time that the Heat have been the number one seed in March? Like, seriously, when has when was the last time you could tell me that the Heat were the number one seed in March? Going to the playoffs, the Heat are the number one seed. What? Bro, Oladipo isn't even back yet. Marquise Morris still isn't back yet. Or whatever Morris twin we have. One of them. The Morris brother. Like, Steve's been balling, bro. Stifling defense. Stifling defense. And Tyler Hero, he heard y'all. He saw the tweets. Y'all was calling him a bubble boy and calling the heat bubble frauds. All right. Okay. Who's the bubble fraud now? Who's the number one team in the East? Where the Bucks at? Where the Nets at? Come on, man. Where the Nets at? I can't hear them from down there in eighth place. They're, aren't they a playoff? Aren't they a play-in team? Come on, man. Let's be real here. And this is the team that got flexed off a TNT game. But the goddamn Lakers and Clippers once again on national TV. Nobody wanted to see that. But instead, in our time slot, they put on Boston and Memphis. Yawn. It's not even a conference matchup. Now, I understand John Moran is doing what he's doing, and it is fun to watch. I get that Boston has been the hot, one of the hottest teams in the league of, as of late, but it's the number one seed. KD was back. Why is that not a national television game? TNT, I bet you won't do that again. But that's fine. We'll have plenty of national television games when the playoffs come. That's fine. I don't take that personally. But I, I really do think Miami is fit to make a run, man. I, I just don't think this is the same Miami team from last year. I think, you know, if they stay healthy, they're going to be a problem for everybody they run up against. And I, I, I'm i not scared of anybody, quite frankly. Damn sure I'm not scared of the Bucks. They're scared of us, if anything. The Bucks are scared of the Heat. But moving on. Uh, the Hawks, man, they will be dangerous if they get out of the play-in. Because right now I think they are sitting in the play-in. Um, I would love to see Trey back in the playoffs. You guys know that's who I was rolling with last year after the Heat went out in the first round. Trey Young, Tri-State Trey. Y'all know, y'all know why I call him that, man. He With the run he went on last year, was generational. Um, would love to see him back in the playoffs. I think the Hawks team, they can they can make a little a little noise in the playoffs this year. They still, they still need some pieces. Now, the Celtics, they got hot at the right time. It was around the time where everybody was saying that Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown – Shouldn't be playing together. I I don't know why anybody would say that. Do they not watch the Celtics games? Like, do you guys not watch the games? They should play together. Like, what? Come on, man. But the Celtics, they got hot at the right time. And they're playing good basketball. Good playoff basketball. Let's look at the standings, actually. Um, while we're on it. So, right now, Boston is sitting at the number five seed. They're eight and ten over their last ten. Sort of heat. Um, they're playing good basketball, man. They really are. They really are. They're playing good basketball. Um, 
then you got the Bulls, who've been looking crazy all season. DeRozan has been looking wild all season, man. He's been playing out of his freaking mind. MVP candidate in my mind. Like, that's that's who I think they should get the MVP to. Talking about something most improved. Nah, ain't no most improved, man. Most valuable. You understand what I'm saying? DeRozan has been winning games for them. Like, for real. Even with the team dealing with different injuries, man, DeRozan has been the constant on that team. And I understand you could talk about Embiid and what Embiid's done. Embiid's had a hell of a year, but when you're that big, that's what you're supposed to do, man. Like, I'm not, I don't know. I just feel like as a big man, that's what you're supposed to do. Right? But DeRozan, what he's doing right now for the Bulls, that's crazy. It's crazy. Um, Bulls, they're currently the three number three seed, the Philly, Philadelphia. The Philadelphia Sixers are number two in their two and a half games behind the Heat. Um, then we talk about the Nets. Man. The Nets' scary hour sequel may be worse than the original. Ben Simmons has yet to touch the court. Where is Ben? They're talking about they're going to ramp up stuff soon. They're probably saving him for the play-in or playoffs. But I mean, I'm, I mean, I'm, you know, I'm sure he's probably been doing basketball work with the team and trying to build that chemistry. But I don't know, man. This guy has not played all year. Last time we saw him, he was getting bodied by Little Trey Young. I, I don't know, man. I don't know if I can be. I don't know if this one makes me shiver me timbers. Honestly, truly, you know, I'm more concerned about what the hell is going on in Philly with James Harden and Embiid. They're a problem. Not like Kyrie can't as of right now, Kyrie cannot play in Brooklyn. If that carries over to the playoffs, they're in trouble, man. They're in trouble. Scary hours, man. Ain't nobody scared of y'all, man. Ain't nobody scared of y'all. Um, nobody's worried about the Greek fraud. I'm gonna let y'all know that now. Nobody's worried about the Greek fraud. No, 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 no. No, 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 no. Now the Philadelphia 76 is their legit contender. Be afraid of them. They're gonna. They they could very well be in the Eastern Conference Finals. Seriously, they could even come out the East. Honestly, for real, the Philadelphia 76ers are a problem. Um, the Raptors are still here, man. Cousin Fred, man. The Cavs, the young Cavs, man. They may surprise some people. I mean, they have been the surprise of the season. Um, they may they may stun somebody in the first round. Honestly. Um. And uh, who else we got? Yeah, that's about it for the East. I think that's all I got to say about the East. Let's go to the West. Oh, the Lakers are dead, man, by the way. I don't know if you guys didn't know this. Um, I think most of us know the Lakers are indeed dead. They're done. Pack them up. They're cooked. Not only are they cooked, they're cooked well done. Because they are well done. They're they're finished. Izzy, do you have to go outside? Oh, no. All right, so my dog's looking at me like she has to go pee and poo. Um, I'm going to wrap this NBA segment up, and then I might save the rest for another episode, quite frankly, because I, I do want to take my baby outside. She don't she don't need to be cooped up up in here no more. Um, I'm trying to think. Did I? What else do I need to get to, though? Is, can I get 10 more minutes of your time, and then I'll take you out? I won't do the boxing segment. I'll do the boxing segment next week. But let me talk about the, the overtime rules for like five, ten minutes. And then I'll take you outside. Okay? You got a bathroom? 
I wish y'all could see her. She's turning her head. You got a bathroom? I'm going to stop asking her because if I, if I keep asking her, she's going to get loud. And I don't want her to get loud. Y'all don't want her to get loud. So let's keep moving. Um, Back to the, the West. The, the Lakers are dead, man. They're done. They're cooked. You know, LeBron knows it. We know it. Everybody knows it. Um, They played a, a very tough game against the Mavs, but... Luca sent them straight to hell. They couldn't stop him. They could. They couldn't close it out. At the end of the game, man. They're just so old, man. They're old. I didn't have any expectations for them this season. I didn't. They're old. And Anthony Davis, man, they need to trade him. Honestly, if I'm LeBron, I'm on the first thing smoking to Miami. Hell, I might even retire after this year, man, because like you're 37 years old, 30. LeBron is a fossil out there, and he's carrying these team, this team. Man. Even the young dudes look slow out there. Everybody's faster than them. Bro, if they were to run into, like, the Warriors in the first round, bro, it's easy 4-0. Now, the Warriors have been struggling as of late. I don't know if y'all know that or not. Okay, Izzy, I'm coming. See, now she's crying. I don't know if y'all know this or not, but the Mavs, Luka and them, they beat the Warriors twice this week. The Warriors have lost uh, a few games, man. They've, they've lost one, two, three, four, five, six, seven of their last ten. That's a bit of a problem. They're struggling without Draymond, man. They really are. They they they, they won't be complete until they get him back. Um, but they, they play fast-paced. They're back to their normal selves. Still, Clay is still adjusting. Um, Luke and Jai, they're gonna carry their teams as far as they can go. Izzy, I'm coming. Um, they're gonna <laughs> they're gonna carry their teams as far as they can go. Um, the Suns are not going back to the finals. Nuggets and Jazz will make some runs. Um, now I could I could stop recording, take her out, and then finish. But my food is on the way. I've given you guys 40, 40 minutes. I think you guys are okay with this show. If I ended the show right now, would you guys be upset? Like, we don't really need to talk about the overtime rules. We know what they are. We already discussed that. Um, we can do boxing next week, honestly. Izzy, I'm coming. Shh. Um, we got UFC this weekend. Jorge Masvidal versus Kobe Covington. That's going on Saturday night, tomorrow night. Uh, we also have uh, the return of Chocolatito. He's going to be in the ring tomorrow night. Um, I'm shh. Uh, thank you guys for tuning in, man. Make sure you follow me on TikTok at Electrified Edits. Um, thank you guys for listening. Thank you guys for being patient with me. Um, I'm Eric Lyons for the 100. Whoa, 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 excuse me. I'm Eric Lyons for the 174th time. You have just been electrified.